0: Welcome to the nitty-gritty. Another one down. We've been off for a couple of weeks. I mean, you don't know that we've been off for a couple (laughs) of weeks because we were well ahead of schedule, but Andrew and I and Brent have been off for two weeks. We had a break. It felt a lot longer than that. It was so weird. Usually, I'm used to being surprised on the day of the (laughs) podcast because I never remember. So I'll check a calendar, and there hasn't been any for a couple weeks. So it was kind of nice to get back in here, especially after listening to yesterday's with the sex therapist, (laughs) Kristen Hodson. It was one of my favorites to listen back to. It was so, it was so interesting. I learned so much all over again. I feel like, but so today we had Heather and Candace sisters that are fourth generation, fourth generation or third generation. I think it's fourth generation Yeah. at Orson Gigi, which not Gigi, not Gigi Gigi. G Y G I it's a family name that's the name of their great grandfather that started it and it is a I mean it's all things food and cooking right and it's all about the experience and man I really felt connected with these two just because of my job is to cook food for people their job is to help people cook food for people and I just felt a really cool connection with them because I feel like their passion for helping people get to that you know experience that experience is a lot like my passion is for cooking barbecue and you're going to want to listen because if they can make me want to cook yeah that's great try
1: stuff out you know they're good at what
0: they do <laughs> they really are it, like they care about everything from the ingredient you start with i mean they're getting the, emotional talking about different aspects that of was it. probably my favorite part was just seeing seeing heather i mean both of them did kansas did too but yeah. Just the Just love. get emotional about talking some about something like cooking classes. Yeah, like they it it, it man. It's so so much, much more heart than just that. in this company, and no no wonder they've been around for you know sixty seventy years, and yeah. they'll probably be around another 60 70 years. So amazing women, like great story. We talked a little bit about the family dynamic yeah. and. How they all get along and some of those stories and there's some there's some cool ones yeah. for sure. And if you're in Utah, you need to go check them out. You really do. I'm guilty of not having been there. I've yep. definitely heard of them. It turns out they've asked me to teach classes there. I don't remember. And Cam just big timed them. I didn't big time them. I ADD'd <laughs> them. That's very different. Okay. And so, but I definitely knew about Orson Gigi. I've I've heard of it, but now I will definitely become a customer because I feel like when you just when a business has heart like that you definitely want to support them because that's something that's kind of missing or, or going away nowadays yeah. and so, so. When, when there's more to it it's always
1: fun to learn like right the why behind it right yep so i hope you guys enjoy it, it was a it was a lot of fun it was they and i awesome. mean their
0: moms they work full time like it's i don't know i love the whole story about how it kind of came to be and yep. and so i i'm sure you guys will like listening to it too so as always, thanks for living. Li- li- living, thanks for living, <laughs> yeah. and listening. And listening, because you, you have to do both. And to the forty people a week that watch the part <laughs> podcast on YouTube, thank you as well. Spread the word, comment, buy perk energy, like, share, also sponsors, everything, share, and just be nice to your neighbors. Okay, love you all. Goodbye.
1: Welcome everybody, we're back with the Nitty Gritty, and we have Heather and Candice with us. Heather, right? Yes. Cand, sorry, I was looking, I'm like, okay, I gotta make sure I get the right person that <laughs> we'll I introduce.
2: We'll respond them. to either one, so <laughs> That's it's true. Yeah.
1: Okay, now this was a question we had before we got started. Is it Gigi or Gigi?
2: Oh, the million dollar question. Oh. And Cam what said, is it GIF or JIF? Right. Right. Oh, we still don't <laughs> but, know but that we one. can. <laughs> but we can at least be authority on our own name. Yes. Okay, <laughs> what it, is it?
1: It's Gigi. Gigi. Yeah. I mean, I imagine it's very common that they say Gigi.
2: Oh, yeah. we've heard yeah. so many things. Guy gee, Gigi. Gigi. Some people are like Gigi's. So they I'm try like, to get oh, all it fancy. So
3: fancy.
2: <laughs> it's like Target and Target, right? Yeah. How people do that. We're like, no, we're just Gigi. Yeah. So
1: yeah. We, So is it annoying? Or no, is it oh, no. just so no. normal?
2: Yeah. It, I mean, it's been a part of the business since the business began. So it's just part of who we are. We get to say how to say our name. You, it gets us a yeah. talking point too. Like people True. can like, all cool. right, we got to get this off. Like our chest at the beginning, because my mom calls it this, and I've heard this, so which one is it? So we're happy yeah. to always fix the, there the you score go. there on that one.
1: Well, so now we know, Cam. What is it? Gigi.
2: Yeah, nailed it.
1: Yeah, I like
0: Gigi better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll st- we'll still like Orson you. What are song, Gigi. Yeah, we like yeah. this because people are like, well, how do you? So like clarified butter, right? gi so gigi and right. so like so it gives like the foodies in the world something to like that remember right over my head camp, say, most people <laughs> but we are like a foodie kind of store so it does help with that. um i'll find a sports team that will go. have someone there's got to be like someone with the last name
1: we have 15 <laughs> minutes of content before we started the episode <laughs> of talking about the jazz so if you want to hear that bonus. Just, and we'll send it yes. to you you get the behind the scenes of the jazz but thanks, guys, for coming on.
2: We are so excited to be here.
1: So this was another Anna. We have to drop her. We'll do it right at the beginning. Then, Anna, I'm not going to say her name the rest of the episode. You just watch. I'll bet we do.
2: It's coming out. <laughs> It'll come out. She's intertwined in all things Utah. Let's be honest. But Anna made the
1: introduction. Yes. And, and we're so ha- grateful for that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your business, you guys, a quick overview for people who don't know what you guys do.
2: Yeah. So the business is called Orson Gigi because it was started by our great-grandfather who is named Orson Gigi. It's not two people. It's just one guy. And he started the business in 1945. So we're, this is our 75th year in business. Wow, what a
0: crazy is, time to start a business. Right wow so true that was gutsy i mean <laughs> yeah.
2: it really was and he started so small he actually started selling like ketchup and mustard squeeze bottles
0: that's how it started Wait, can that's- you
2: imagine your business without that now like no. that was, was essential but- well
0: yes i can because i'm not allowed to use them now yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Um, but he started with that because it was kind of at the time when like drive-in restaurants were gaining in popularity. And so he found a niche where he could serve the community and he started selling these squeeze bottles out of his car. He'd buy enough with as much money as he had and he'd go out and sell them and then buy twice as many with that money and really slowly built. He sold knives door to door for a while. You know, he was really just, just the, And yeah. we like to say he's the OG He's the Orson Uh, Gigi OG. I mean, he started here in Utah. He brought the first soft serve ice cream machines to Utah. And his whole thing was just customer service. He did whatever he could to take care of his customers. Where'd that
1: come from? I mean, previous job, where did that kind of focus on customer service come from?
2: Yeah, he had worked as a car salesman.
1: Okay. uh, Chrysler,
2: for for Chrysler, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, he kind of started in that industry and then he had worked for another restaurant Mm -hmm. supply, But, you know, decided he could do better on his own and branched out. And right this there.
0: was here in Utah? Utah yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah.
2: He was filling that niche of feeling like I wanted to do more things and kind of progress and the places that he was working were like, just stick to this and just do this. And he was filling the entrepreneurial itch of like, I want to go out and help people. And it's kind of been part of like the whole tradition of Gigis where, I mean, looking at what we've been able to accomplish is 100% based on what our customers have asked for. And so as people have looked for things and requested things, I mean you know, it's been like a huge turn of what we used to have and what we carry now is because we were generally based on like the commercial customer, but right. people now have realized like, oh, cooking's fun. This is mm-hmm. great. Yeah. So it's fun to see how like our product offerings have changed, but it's been 100%
1: with the customer in mind. See the need, feel the need. huh?
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: I love those old sales store, like just back in the day when you could just have an idea of what your community needed figure out where to go buy it wholesale, and then just drive around selling it to people.
3: Right. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> like
0: you'd get in trouble for doing that now.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. You'd
0: have to have licenses <laughs> and permits. I know. You can't even go to and, someone's
2: door right now. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like it's it's such well, a. And
0: in the 40s, I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This guy. There was not m- much money floating around that 1945.
1: Yeah. no. Nope. I mean, that's,
0: yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. So
1: when did yeah. it start to actually become more than just him going door to door?
2: So 1945 is when like the store was kind of established. So he was kind of hustling a little bit before that. Okay. Um, and then they were able to get a small little store. Our grandma remembers working and doing things. It was definitely like a family involved thing which i mean everything was back then right like i often joke that like now i know why people had their kids come home after fifth grade like (laughs) i'm like i'm trying to get my eighth grader like
3: come
2: home this is great this i need a babysitter Yeah. (laughs) yeah um so i can see like how important it was to incorporate everyone involved in it because it was such a heavy load for everyone to carry and so All the kids had a job. Our grandma, remembered, like she's like, I remember ketchup squeezies is what she was calling them. And we were just sort of like, oh, that's still a huge part of what we offer today. It really is. Um, But they just kept continually growing. Um, They had a a smaller store just above where we're at right now. We're located um, in Salt Lake, 35th South and 3rd West. And um, so just a little bit away from where we are now and then moved into a building, um, where they could kind of house and it had a warehouse and, you know, it was able to supply, um, back in the day you would kind of walk in and we would refer to it as like Costco before Costco's. This is where the churches would come and buy large cans of things and large Mm -hmm. packs of plates and if you were throwing a party or a big event everyone would come to Orson Gigi to come get it Um, but you would walk in and it would just be overwhelming as like because things were stacked to the ceiling because again he was so focused on bringing in things that the customers were wanting that like sometimes it was like a one-off thing but he would have (laughs) to buy three and so you walk in and you're like, why do you have this massive, you know, one hundred and ten quart pot? Because we're hoping someone else will want one too. <laughs> 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 um, but like, I we this is a, the, one of the best parts of our job too, is that we hear so much about the tradition and the things that people remember coming to Gigi before we were even alive. And so, they would say, "Oh yeah, I came in with my grandma and we did this and." We're like, oh, you, you know, your grandma had a relationship with our grandpa, and we were able to hear and learn so much coming from the customers, and because it was a huge part of their part of their lives, they're willing to share that with us, and so oh, it's that's been, so cool. Been fun to hear that, but huh. yeah, it's it's been a it's been an interesting tra- transition as like we went from the commercial customer to what we are now. Um, I, don't, I hope I'm not jumping ahead here, but um, in 1998, we. Um, we had a fire and like someone had come into the building and um robbed the place and taken things. Orson Gigi had a little bit of like he would store money in the store, like in random spots. And, well, like yeah, cardboard the, yeah cardboard <laughs> boxes <laughs> yeah. stacked He's gonna be in the rafters. <laughs> yeah, <Right>. yeah. <laughs> and someone yeah. had known where some of these things were. So it had to have been someone who like yeah. knew the, the business, business someone. Uh, um but had started it on fire so we got a call in the middle of the night like 3 or 4 a.m. that like the whole place was burning down and when our dad and grandma ended up getting to the location it was just basically some brick walls that were outside and It it was, it was, it's still talked about as like one of the hottest fires in Salt Lake history um, because there was so much, so much stuff in there. (laughs) And they're like number 10 cans of food was just popping for days. So so like we weren't able to get in there for a while. And, um, but it was definitely a turning point for us as a business. I think our grandma and her siblings were coming to a point in their lives where they were like, okay, we're ready to kind of like pass this on. Um, and so they're like we could you know sell this to someone they can build it to be what they want and our dad was kind of given like okay what do you want to do like this is now your generation's turn to like take this and run with it or like what do, you know what do we decide to do and um he's like this is not what our grandpa put his heart and soul into for us to just like okay something hard came up we're done this is gonna be where we decide to leave this and i mean i think they could be proud of what they did i mean our i'm i have so much admiration for my grandma i look at like at 12 years old i would go into there and work and watch her she knew every part number she knew every price i mean old school things of like before computers she had a book that was you know seven inches tall and had every price in it but she didn't even have to look in that book she could tell you what something cost and what to charge someone computers
0: have made us dumber (laughs)
2: Uh-huh. right 100 percent. right it's like, like spell
0: check i can't write without no. Really can spell no one knows how to like get anywhere anymore get
2: <laughs> computing basic math oh my gosh
0: do you imagine like having later. to get somewhere without your phone no, no. oh you know? no definitely like our brains not. don't even have to store it and no. so yeah. i think we have forgotten how incredible our brains are Absolutely. Yeah. You know,
2: I had to give a lady change the other day, and I put in the wrong amount. I was like, "Oh, twenty minus." Oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh.
3: That I me think up. this is
2: yeah. right, but I don't have a calculator to, like to second guess myself, so I probably gave her an extra buck just in case. <laughs> but yeah. no, like it's just like looking at what she did, and I mean, my our grandma has ten children, and she, you know, put she raised a family, she did so much and then taught us the importance of hard work. And Mm -hmm. so, and it was what was instilled in her and what she was able to do. And it's 100% one of my greatest memories of our family is being able to look at what have, I mean, dad goes to work, mom goes to work, whatever. And you don't see what your mom and dad do when they're leaving the house as Mm -hmm. a child, but we were able to witness what our grandparents did and what our dad does. And, you know, I remember thinking like, wow, going to work is not as fun as I thought it would be. <laughs> right? I thought my dad just goes and hangs yeah. out, but yeah. no, like they're, they're hustling. So, yeah.
1: It's like cash. So, my oldest son, like whenever I go golfing, he's like, I want to, I want to dot a job like you. I was like, what's that? He's like, golf. I like, yeah,
0: me too. I don't believe everything your mother tells you, son.
2: Yeah. But I promise I do work. <laughs> yeah.
0: so That's true. hilarious. So how did it fall on? So you're saying you had 10, you know, well, your dad and then nine other aunts yeah. and uncles. So was he the only one involved sta- that stayed in the business or?
2: There's been several who have been involved. And again, I think like there's been a huge entrepreneurial like relationship with all of them. I mean, you look at what all of our aunts and uncles do they and they all have their own businesses. Yeah. yeah. My uh, When I was dating my husband, he's like, I'm kind of intimidated by your family. Like everyone has like they all have their something hustle. going on. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that was passed on to so many different people that I, yeah. you know, like, I think they've all fulfilled. I mean, they've all been heavily involved at some at point, some in, their point lives. in their lives. And even if they're not involved in the business now, they all have taken the things they've learned. I mean, we consider the store or the company as it was always referred to mm-hmm. in our family as like the family farm. We weren't out there planting potatoes, but we that's where everyone worked and that's where our sense of hard work and all of those skills that we hold so dear to us now were instilled was at the company. Mm-hmm. So even if they don't work there anymore, it still is very much a part of who they are. Wow. And they've, yeah. And they've all shaped it to what it is today. So I mean, yeah. we give a lot of credit to our father who has definitely put a ton of time and energy and, and got to this place where it's at, but also there's emphasis from each of our aunts and uncles and family members who have given it
0: to Put, give it to what it is today. There's probably been a lot of fights inside those walls. Oh,
2: for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's That's our fair, sure. <laughs> <friendly> drama. <laughs> it's a I'm, nice way to say I'm that. I'm going to totally throw my dad under the bus, but I don't know if he'll listen to this, but that was the first time I ever heard my dad say a swear word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, for and sure. I was like, oh my gosh, my dad swears at work. And if you know <laughs> my dad, he's going to be so embarrassed that I said this. But it just shows that there was so much passion and yeah. there was a lot of like, you know, there's some headbutting that went on, and so I think yeah. you know that's been our biggest thing. Is like now as fourth generation, I'm like, Dad, I'm not willing to like cuss at work. What? Well, <laughs> that <laughs> that that may still happen. I- <laughs> no, but we also Kids cover your ears. We realize that like our relationships, because we are sisters, our relationships as sisters come before the company yes. and being able to set that boundary for ourselves that we want to be able to still be friends and sisters. And so if that ever gets in the way that it it's time to step away from the company. So
1: So has there been a moment where like that was hard to do? Well, I actually might
0: have been a lot of them.
2: <laughs> I actually just quit. <laughs> <laughs> now gonna it's going to make it look like I'm the bad guy here. <laughs> but it's not it's Breaking not it's news. not on it's not but on the time Heather. this comes out. It's, it's not on Heather. It's but it is like the realization that like my family, my, in, my independent family, my husband and my children need to come first, especially where when it is a family business, you want to give it everything because it's not a job that we walk away from. It's not a job that we like can leave at work. It comes home with us every night. And you know, with coronavirus, we've decided to homeschool our kids and I can't homeschool and work full-time so I'm taking a break for right now. And it's really, really bittersweet because it is, I'm going to cry because <laughs> it is something crying. I am so passionate about. This business means so much to me and its success is so important. And since I can't give everything I want to the business and to my home right now, I'm going to take a break. So, you know, I think being able to do that and, and, Before it becomes a problem between us as sisters, like I don't ever want to resent the business. And so I'm taking a break instead of letting it get to a point where I'm like, oh, this business is ruining my personal life. So I think, you know, being able to see that and being able to have a relationship with my sister, she doesn't like to be called my boss, but she is my boss. (laughs) I don't, I'm with you on title. I hate it everyone has a title on their business card I'm like leave mine blank I will be yeah. the toilet scrubber today uh, yeah. Yeah. so because of that like because we do have a good relationship as sisters first I feel like I can go to her and be like look I gotta put my family first right now and she's like alright that's important I'm so glad you told me we support you in this decision. So I think it's more about being honest in that communication with each other as a family instead of like letting things build up or being resentful about things. I mean, isn't that the secret to all good relationships is being able to communicate? Taking a break, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally. I, I mean,
2: a little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I know why my husband goes hunting all the time. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. It's well, so and, and that, it's awesome to work with family, yeah. but that's the hard part is... The normal, you know, hierarchy, or the normal structure, you know, of leadership doesn't really apply because it's like you don't. It's a, it's a positive and it's a negative. You know, a lot of times with with coworkers that aren't your family, especially immediate family, that's where you get the passive aggressive crap, the talk behind your back stuff. But when your brother and sisters, like, you suck. Yeah. Like you run this horribly. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> but at least it gets out right gets and out, then yeah. you can and you can work it out and so it's it, but it's hard so how many kids how many kids are in your family
2: There are six girls in our family And do
0: all six of you work
2: Again at some point there's all we've been all there currently there. there's four
0: Okay and, and so and you're the boss Heather Well <laughs> No I'm not doing this for drama I'm just see, I'm always fascinated at this cuz yeah, like she did walk, she did walk in well, with the crown well, on Well that <laughs> is true
2: Heather Heather will never be the one to like show off her own accomplishments, but Heather has worked at the store since high school. She has been there. I mean, how many years do you even say over 20 on my, and it says 21. Yeah. And considering (laughs) that she's not even 40 yet, like that shows her commitment to the business. So while the rest of us did other things and then have come back, Heather has been devoted to the company for a very very long time. So she really, she has the most experience. She has the most skills. Like, she doesn't want that title but and she's not the only person who helps run the company there's other people who are behind the scenes who are doing things so it's not like this is just her baby by any means but she also has devoted a lot of time and energy and the store wouldn't be where it's at right now if it weren't for her commitment to the vision and to the passion that goes behind the building.
0: Never had a sibling say anything. She's like still that getting to me. a
2: paycheck from us that so nice. that's why <laughs> oh, she's saying it. So come talk to us in 2 talk weeks. To <laughs> me next week. Me off the book. As soon as
1: that stops this yeah. whole story changes. There'll
2: be a part 2. <laughs> Truthfully though, no. Oh, she's no. been very kind, but it's honestly been a place where I personally have like, my husband jokes that like, he, cause he has fishing and hunting and all these things that he loves to do. And he's like, geez is your hobby. Like this is a place where you feel the most connected and I have the most passion. And so while he goes and does those things, I spend the time working on helping to grow the company. And I, and maybe that's not the most healthy relationship with it, but I, it's what it's, it's healthy for me. Well, that's so. a dream job, right? <laughs> right I mean, that's yeah. what
0: everybody, that's one of what the, you do, you never go to that, work. And that's no, it. Exactly. Like, that's the side of being an entrepreneur that I think is your biggest payoff. Like, of course mm-hmm. you can make money and everything else, but I would say a lot of people that start businesses don't just start them because of money. It's usually something they enjoy doing or that they're good at, which sure. that does, you know, that makes it enjoyable as well. And so, mm-hmm. but it's risk and reward. I mean, it's oh, absolutely. And so, but especially when you have a legacy, you know, that you've got to kind of carry the torch, you know, our in-laws are like that. They've, they've been egg farmers for four or five generations. Oh, wow, cool. And you know, it's always, it always fascinates me to kind of see who takes the reins, why they are the one that takes the reins. You know, it seems like at least in their family, most of the kids, um, wanted nothing to do with it and so uh, there's none of them even working in it anymore Mm -hmm. but
1: well like our like our generation but yeah right
0: so like yeah yeah, our wives that generation there was one that was working in it for a minute but i get it it would be it's always cool to think it'd be fun to kind of like a restaurant especially because a restaurant can really kind of create a legacy and be around in the community for a long time but I mean, it is kind of the dream to be able to pass that on and have somebody in your family do it. And so, but if there's multiple that want that, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, there's six sisters, four still involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be really hard as a parent to kind of decide who gets what. It would get nasty. I mean, in my
1: job, like you see parents pass away and money gets down to kids. And all of a sudden it's, it's like, Oh my gosh, aren't True, you guys siblings? True True colors come yeah, out, you know, and way, just yeah. nastiness. And so yeah. how have you guys been able to do that though? Like, how have you been able to balance it? Cause you don't leave work at work. No. So if you have a, a family party, I mean, have you guys ever tried to set kind of boundaries? It's like, okay, we're not going to talk about work or mm-hmm. are you guys able to communicate to where you haven't had to be like, so maybe strict.
2: I go
1: ahead. (laughs) They're fighting. They're fighting.
0: We're actually
2: both conceding. Like, you can take this one on. (laughs) No, I think, I think it helps that we have seen generations before us and how things have been handled and how, you know, what we want to learn from that and what we want to do for our own. Um, I would say like when we do get together as a big family, we don't talk about work a ton. We both have four kids. So that takes up plenty of time and attention when we're together as a family, but also we're respectful that not every member of the family is involved in it. So it doesn't really, dominate the conversation but even if it does come up everyone is somewhat invested in what's going on there so they can relate to it too so it's not like we're talking about the nitty-gritty of the business in front of everybody i think you know speaking we of like,
0: nitty-gritty yeah. i feel like what you just said had some fun <laughs> stories behind it like we want to do it different <laughs> Oh. Like maybe there was some drama in the previous well, generation. There
2: have there have been <laughs> situ- there have been situations that oh, I think my dad swore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you know That's I. That's why I
0: cuss so much <laughs> at work. <laughs>
2: at work, yeah, it was really heated <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, I I you know I, we don't we we talk to our dad often about this because I'll have memories about the store that as a child, things meant something to me and it has a totally different meaning to him because there was maybe some drama around it. And as we're getting older, he's kind of sharing more of that perspective, but he's also really quick to remind us that his perspective is only his perspective and it's true to him, but there's also someone else's perspective involved here. So we're really careful to not take anything as like the truth of what happened and realize. Or
0: share it on podcast podcast <laughs> fine
2: and honestly we don't like we know that there have been hard conversations within the walls of the business but we don't it's not really shared so I it's mean, not I, really part it, of our it's story it's
0: assumed right and yeah. that's what yeah. makes it yeah. so special like yeah, yeah. To, there aren't there aren't many businesses nowadays that have such a cool history like yeah. where yeah, it that stays in the family and it is a legacy yeah. and it's it's mm-hmm. awesome so i'm sure everyone knows everyone has family <laughs> right, yeah. To keep a business in a family for four generations, especially retail, yeah, oh
2: my goodness, you're gonna
0: fight, yeah. like plain and simple. Yeah. But yeah. what well, family doesn't fight? Yeah, at least sure. normal ones, yeah. right? And so, anyway, I think it, I, I wish it I says had, a like, lot about the character of the people that have run it up to this point. Yeah. Is the fact that it's not just the family; it's multiple yeah. people in each generation yeah. of the family. What a cool thing.
2: I wish we had like a juicy story to tell you right now. I know you do,
0: but you, it's <laughs> I'm okay.
2: like, we're the, everyone's really it. respectful. So <laughs> yeah, there's that natural evolution of like change within a business. I mean, if right. you were to be the same business that you were with from when you first started, there's always like, oh, I can't imagine we would still be around. And so I think- That's an
0: interesting comment. You're, you're very right. <laughs> yeah. Because I've only been around seven years, but I mm-hmm. think of the first and second year, Cameron.
3: Yeah. Mm.
0: Compared to now, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, so I can only imagine between right. 1945 and four or five generations, Yeah, yeah. how much that, you know what I mean? You're right. Well, and you have really to kind of
2: look into the closet of your business every, I mean, we're constantly looking at it going, okay, how can we change this? What can we change to slowly evolve? Because if you were to like, look at your menu right now and go, okay, there's some things that we need to fix or things that we need to change. And you flipped your menu overnight and Right. All the people would be like, I don't know who Cam is anymore right. and what yeah. is going on. And- it's
0: called attention deficit yeah. disorder. But <laughs> yeah. yes, I know what you're saying. I
2: wanted to make <laughs> tomato soup. Okay, so back off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as a retail store, we have to be very mindful of those things. And I think the biggest, like the juiciest detail that I could give to you about this would be there was two siblings who felt the store needed to go in two different directions. And our grandma had to kind of say... Okay, this is one way it could go. And it would have been very successful. And this is another way that it could go. And she had to make a very hard decision between two of her children to can like... We,
0: can Are you able to say what those two directions are or no? Um, That's really I mean, interesting. Yes, I could.
2: I mean, what, so... It,
0: different genre completely or just both in
2: in the housewares industry but yeah but our dad's vision for the store was to kind of be a place of education Mm -hmm. and a place for the residential cook
0: can we talk about that for one second sure yeah like when was that
2: that was like after the fire so that was after, yeah and i guess jumping back to that story where like food network was like becoming like a thing like people were like wow. wait a minute yeah. like yeah. we can cook and not like fun. be looked at as like the yeah. chore of things so he was way
0: ahead of the curve yeah yeah
2: and yeah. so he could uh, he kind of could feel that like okay the commercial side of things is getting first off it was getting really competitive and there were no pro- like margins to It all make became things. commoditized exactly so and so the things that orson started the business doing was no longer what would have excelled it to what we are today. And so he had to make a choice of like, do we still try to help that customer, but also look at a way to get these other people to realize of what, how amazing cooking is. and, And so with the fire, which never one wants a fire, right? No one's like, I'm hoping bam bam burns down tomorrow yeah. so well, i can start making soup. i'm, burn, I'm burn knocking on wood right now depends on your <laughs> insurance policy yeah. i have yeah, good insurance <laughs> but I, was, I
0: could use a new layout you know but i'm just kidding
2: but in that same in that same line it really was a blessing for us to be able to rebuild from the ground up
0: the saddest part about the fire is all the money that was in the ceiling
2: it's true (laughs) in the boxes (laughs) like that's yeah (laughs) uh, wow how how do you say oh by the way we had a (laughs) couple grand in a couple boxes yeah
0: like if you've seen any cans in there yeah Yeah. no No, but you're right it
2: gave us an opportunity to start from scratch again and to really decide what we wanted it to be like and the store was rebuilt in the exact same location, so it still has that the roots of Grandpa Gigi's store, but it's it's fresh and new and it's I mean the store's 20 years old now, but it it, fe- it feels like a fresher version. So when you Grandpa rebuilt,
1: did you start with a new vision?
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah, so the we moved over to 17th South for a few years and like our true dad fashion did things very methodically and like he takes his time to do things but also make sure that every detail is thought out which sometimes you know working through that it's like I want to go I want to do these things and you know then looking at it I'm like oh I'm so glad my dad made me slow down and like okay I need to be mindful of these things right and I think sometimes we get like in the rush of things, I got to hurry and do this, especially as a business where we you're like, if the doors are not open and people can't find us, then we've got to hurry and get it open so yeah. that we can be back into the same spot. But he worked so hard. So we moved into a really industrial area. Um, I remember him buying like these aerial balloons and trying to like tell people well, yeah, where we were things? at. Uh, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah. The sale. the car sales, yeah, exactly. Out right? Exactly.
0: The, the five yeah. foot balloon. Yeah, that's the I've one. got lots <laughs> of experience uh, with that uh, thing. Uh,
2: <laughs> He would bring that thing in every night and I remember thinking like oh my gosh like is this really like what's like you know the, but that's where we're at. Yeah no one could find us and so he was trying to give people a place to find us and then So we, you
0: have a fancy name Orson Geeky it's, it's a fancy yes. name. You can have a five foot balloon <laughs> No. In oh no. a store no. called Orson Geeky.
2: <laughs> it was a blimp okay. <laughs>
0: it was a blimp. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: But we moved over um about 2000 and it was completely the, to the vision of where Orson Gigi is now today. We have expanded to um, still include those commercial customers. You know, we carry like steam table pans and, you know, all the things that like you can help support the, lo- the local restaurants. Um, I, we kind of still found that niche of providing them with the unique things that like some, you know, specialized ingredients or something right. like that, that like you can't get through Cisco or Nicholas or something like that. But um we well, serious def-
0: at home cooks they want some of that commercial stuff totally. too. Totally, right? I
2: mean, you look at like yeah. what Corona did and bread For baking, sure. and like yeah. everyone wants the Cambro tubs now. Uh, and- absolutely right. <laughs> there, there are a lot of. M- people who want to start their own little cottage industry from their home and you can't just jump into a food service provider you need to baby step and so I think we can provide that for a lot of people whether it's just helping them troubleshoot something and getting them the product they need or just helping them buy a few things in bulk before they're ready to jump into the restaurant industry you know I think
0: they'll go to restaurant depot and they'll just be like oh yeah, never mind I don't like, want to grow I don't I'll need, just, need five I'll gallons of ranch
2: <laughs> exactly but yeah. the
0: nastiest ranch on earth
2: yeah amen <laughs> good stuff (laughs) yeah so we you know we try to kind of fulfill that need for those you know beginning businesses who want to start something and oftentimes it's starting from their own kitchen Mm -hmm. so we love that we love very cool
0: like that's such a cool story because i mean that really whether he saw food network or not that's still a bold move to say like people are going to get into cooking at home and that's you know because everything in the late 90s said everyone's going to be drive through in the rest of their yes. lives which there's still a lot of that
2: yeah. there were microwave but cooking classes yeah it's <laughs> wild yeah I
0: remember tv dinners and yes, all that? like yes. the yes. nastiest so what we grew up on kids cuisine
2: yeah. we love yeah. the like disgusting man frozen <laughs> <laughs>
0: think,
2: think about Crazy. how the kitchen itself has changed in the last 15-20 years we used to hide the kitchen behind doors yeah I mean literally put it in its own room so people couldn't see the kitchen it now was like the
0: master bedroom I mean, now exactly. it's the like it's now, the centerpiece of the open first floor.
2: floor plan. We want people in our kitchen because it really is a place to gather and to connect with people. And so, you know, the fact that we've been able to do that for the last 20 years is bring people to the kitchen for connection. I think we've had a really good advantage because we have, we've been able to show people that really there's a place for every person in the kitchen. Right. Even if you don't love to cook, Right? it's a place. I mean, there's that funny saying like everyone needs the kitchen. There's food there. You yeah. know whether For you, some people. whether
0: yeah, <laughs> like whether, that's the funny thing about these centerpiece kitchens, right? Yeah, it's kind of like all the little hipsters wearing work boots. Right.
2: Yes, like yeah. you're
0: wearing Carhartt clothes, but you can't change a tire. Yeah. Right. Right. there's a lot of people you think, with I shouldn't have a kitchen.
3: <laughs> <There's> <laughs> we're, gonna, gonna be, we're gonna change there's that. There's <laughs> a lot of people with
0: incredible kitchens <laughs> right, that but, yeah. barely that know how to use Grubhub, DoorDash, and, honestly, and Uber micro, Eats. My microwave, <laughs>
3: right? Please
0: don't ever use your microwave. Just don't. No. I hardly uh, how, be, oh, how would I oh. cook anything? Oh, Cam,
2: we are good friends. Oh,
0: <laughs> I won't even reheat pizza in a microwave. Oh. You just got to stop it. What do
2: you people do? I w- you use your oven. Yes. So much
0: work. Oh, we went not. our first button, like 2 years of marriage without a
2: microwave and Candace was even like I don't know how you survived Microwaves that. Microwaves t- <laughs> use the
0: moisture in the food to heat it up. So, oh, just just uh, get okay. rid of them. Okay, blah, but have blah, you tried blah, blah, have you blah. tried to
2: reheat leftovers in an air fryer? <laughs>
0: No, I That's, have heard a lot about the air fryer. Yeah,
2: I don't have one yet, but I have a neighbor who does. I'd rather reheat <laughs> and it. In a I will say dryer. I did take a slice of pizza over to her house to use her air <laughs> fryer. And it was really good.
0: That's cool. <laughs> she I had done said that it yet. was
2: really good, so I tried it and it was awesome.
0: See, you're, you're like <laughs> leftover pizza if you just throw it in an oven. Yeah. It almost better. tastes as good as it did oh. when it showed up. Well, Especially and if you so, leave it
2: in there a little bit longer. It's crispy, like there. air up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crisps up the crust. <laughs> but if you've got a neighbor, then use her, true. <laughs> no, but I think our you you use other advanced. people's
0: appliances, when which is worse than Gigi.
2: So here's, I mean, here's mean. the thing. And maybe oh if you want, like, the dirtiest <laughs> secret that we have, I would so I say none of them know how to cook. <laughs> it's all No, but we are, Candace and I are a bit of kitchen. Minimalist, we really are, and maybe it's because we can borrow things at Gigi's and then take it
0: back. But it's your job, it's a little bit different when it's your job. I
2: had a friend keep the price tag on it i mean maybe no <laughs> no Dealer but we, there's we, cars. Yeah. we have our hands-on exactly. kitchen there where we teach classes so it's fully stocked so if i need a specialty appliance that i don't have or a really large stock pot to make a big batch of salsa i'll just borrow 110
0: one from me. quart pot that's
2: yeah. the one there's I, still one I on got, the shelf i got it It's <laughs> true made it through the fire
0: you <laughs> <laughs> should have kept his money in that that's right dang it no, well i, had, I had a friend
2: text me yesterday she's like can i borrow a six inch cake pan i was like, I, that's I don't have those at home like I, <laughs> I just borrow from that's the really yeah. Funny. yeah So, yeah. but no I, I think you will find and especially through the things that we try to share through like our outlets is that like we love to find things that have multifunctions. and so if we have one tool that just does one thing we feel very passionate about sharing that thing because we're so good at what it does right. um, but we What's your
1: favorite thing right now favorite like air fryer yeah my neighbor's air fryer <laughs>
2: but I th- think <laughs> I may, might have to go buy may one may today drop, <laughs> this may drop us in the like the influencer kitchen world but neither one of us own an instapot or an air fryer and I feel like yeah. those are the things that like it's like
1: the trendy kitchen
2: like, item I yeah.
1: feel like I'm being so attacked that's right now that's the Foreman mom right there, right there. <laughs> right? I mean I may or may not have used the instapot last night for dinner yeah no that's like
0: the instapot's pretty amazing
1: that's like fine dining for us but when you no,
0: when it, you, hey it when makes people, good food i have no problem But
2: when it's people not. say oh i love getting a roast out of my instant pot i'm like but really,
0: <laughs> really? i agree with you on the roast the roasting, i mean it's cool th- for and rice and soup rice but and
2: you're talking beans. about like a long slow cooked piece of meat or something that came out of an instant pot like they don't compare It has its place for, for sure, sure. Yeah. I think we've just found our voice in only sharing things that we legitimately use. Yeah. We don't we don't come across as like really salesy because we don't share things unless we actually use them. We only share our favorites and so it makes it easy. But we really truly believe that every person has the place a place in the kitchen. Not everyone cooks a home cooked meal every single night, but everyone can find a place where they feel successful in the kitchen, even if it's making breakfast on the weekends or your favorite lunch break meal or whatever everyone can find their place um and you know i think that's our biggest mission is helping everyone find that is that it's an enjoyable place to be Mm -hmm. amen
0: very cool (laughs) as long as it's not a microwave we're good is your dad is your dad still involved
2: he is yeah so he is um he's like does decided to like have some hobbies for the first time in his life (laughs) which means he's like redoing the like the outside of his house right now. So he's totally gutted like, and so it's taken him away for the first time I've ever, I mean, our dad is probably the hardest working person I've ever met. and I know, that, like, you can I can say that because that's our dad. So maybe everyone thinks that of their parents or you know someone they see. But um, I remember well, how many daughters who, does he have? Six. Yeah. Which which he is why out. we were like, <laughs> maybe that's why he worked all the time. He's like, I got to be out of the house before the morning, you know, bathroom fights, and then home just in time before they go to bed. But okay, no, he uh, like would wake up. And we so we actually grew up in um, a part of California where he was a builder. He was a contractor, and he would build large things like hotels and your dad yeah yeah and so uh, So um, he
1: hasn't always been no with the company no
2: so our again so like we had our grandma who ran like helped did orson gigi side of things and then we had our grandpa who did the construction side of things and so he we um moved to california when i was six so that's in 88 and um they would were just building 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 luckily the the construction industry in California at the time was really great because here in Utah, it was again, one of those times where it was like, Oh, get out of there quick. Yep. Um. And so they were, we moved to California and, but I remember watching him leave in the mornings early, early, like four 30 in the morning to drive to like San Jose and, you know, these bigger areas to help build and then be back in time for dinner. I remember he was always back in time to like, we would sit around dinner was a big part of our family. um. And it wasn't always like, I mean, people are like, I bet you guys had the best meals. And it was just, my mom would do like- She was a very simple cook. Yeah, but to get things on the table because they understood the importance of us eating together. And so sometimes we had a lot of breakfast for dinner and, you know, simple things. But as a child, I remember thinking it was the most magical thing. Our dad was always in charge of like Sunday morning breakfast because he was home. My mom was probably like, it's It's your turn, (laughs) like right? (laughs) And (laughs) growing up, he would always cook- Rice, and we'd put milk and sugar and cinnamon on it. And I, like, to this day, still have the fondest memories but of like the rice it's breakfast, porchata, like rice <laughs> yeah. pudding, like all yeah. rolled yeah. into one. Yeah. Yeah. But my dad, I, we were hot- talking about it once, and he starts laughing and he goes, Well, that's because that's all we had. <laughs> like, yeah, that's you that's know, we afford, yeah. And he yeah. was yeah. like, That's what we had in the pantry. And was like, Here, have some rice and some, you know, so looking <laughs> at as a wait. child, yeah. it was like the most magical thing. Like, I can put as much sugar and cinnamon on this as I want. I <laughs> the best meal ever
0: well what's funny about what you're saying though is you know you look at some of the most famous restaurants in the world mm-hmm. there's not a lot different no. than that it's just taking things yeah. and doing really cool incredible things with it with right. simple food right? right and so yeah i mean it's uh, and that's what food does i mean food it's like food is like music almost oh, and, uh, like you just attach it to either good things or bad that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's really interesting, but it's
2: full of so much memory and history and culture. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, that's been a incredible part about our hands on kitchen at the store is that we've been able to bring in chefs and home cooks and people who have a story to tell through their food and then connect people to them. Who? (laughs) Well,
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> would, it's no big deal would you like to come to wait your what
0: classes? no it's fine <laughs> i love to have
2: ha- i actually have reached out through your social
0: media no you yes, haven't i have
2: when you when hey, when i heard really a us- <laughs> when i heard about you from your aunt i reached out i'm
0: and, gonna
1: tell you a trick don't reach out to camp well <laughs> <laughs> oh now <laughs> i know the secret because i know but, hasn't
0: Susie done classes there
2: she did yeah, yeah, yeah she, she, did. Did our, she did our gala, yeah. yeah.
0: I wonder if it's because I was intimidated because I look I thought it was like this fancy Chefy. I mean place. we're
2: so fancy and Chefy. <laughs> but <even>. now <laughs> that now I
0: realize that maybe I could well listen, your name sounds fancy. It does. I know it's just <laughs> your great granddad's name, yeah. right? Or your grandpa's name, but yeah. but yeah, it's like and then when I saw Susie go in there, because Susie so Susie, we're good buddies. Yeah, and yeah. And she's amazing. But she, she cooks everything. Yes. Yeah. Right? I cook like nine things.
2: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We.
0: Imposter syndrome sticking <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, it you is again. again. Granted, I'm really good at those nine things, yes, better than most, but. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's...
2: That was the whole premise of actually how our cooking school got started is we, our dad had gone to, because we sell large appliances. So if you wanted to come get a stove or, you know, a range to build your kitchen, um, we we help you do those things. And our dad had gone back to Viking, like the Viking range, their headquarters and inside their... Showroom was a school where they taught the people how to use the appliances that they were then selling. And my dad was like, "Wait a minute, we need to be able to do this with our customers
1: because so cool when
2: you're coming to spend, you know, a huge amount of your budget on your kitchen, a
1: second mortgage, yeah, on the oven, yeah, this is a pretty smart, guy, we, isn't it?
2: We want you to be able to Got use it, it. man. Yeah. And so we built this school to then help people to when they were buying their appliances. But then we were seeing that, like, wait a minute, it's sitting empty. Cause not, you know, of yeah. And they people were coming in, but then it's like, oh yeah, that looks great. Okay. I'll buy that. Um, and so we started doing classes, but we didn't want to hire one person to teach right. everything right. because mm-hmm. anyone could like, I could go and figure out how to. Be I don't know. This is coming to my mind a glass blower. Where that came from? But but shift. I I I feel like you can learn most. You know what I mean. I could be somewhat with with enough uh, with enough effort. Yeah, you could be be anything. But we want people who are passionate about what they do, and so we have. We would love for you to come and yes. share your I would be honored. Things. Does Courtney do her classes? Good. She does. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. so Courtney's like Classes
0: her. are so much. I've been teaching classes forever and oh, it's awesome. still my
2: I actually tried to sign my up favorite for one once. Really? Yes. Like you are, you sell <laughs> out fast.
0: I do. They do sell out pretty quick. I'm really fun.
2: Yeah, I bet. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> but no. Leave but, it.
2: but that's the thing is just because you're a chef or good at cooking something doesn't mean you can teach people. No. And that's so, very true. So if you, you know, we've kind of had to find that balance of finding people who are good at their craft, like right. you are, but that can also relate to people and then teach them like right. you can do. Definitely. So easier we with find... barbecue
0: people, <laughs> a little harder <laughs> <Yeah>. with chefs, <laughs> like it's really true. good chefs can be real they, douchebags. They so they can let's be honest. hard to work
2: with. Yeah. Right. So.
0: I mean, and you kind of have, I shouldn't say you have to be that way, but to be a really good chef, it's funny. That's why a lot of great chefs aren't good at barbecue. Their mind isn't simple enough, right? right? right. They just they want to have seven thermometers in their arms and mm. their pocket protector, and just focus on every little detail. <laughs> yeah. When with barbecue, it's kind of like we were talking about with the roast.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's best to just leave it alone and just let it do its Keep thing. The lid
2: and so, <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: Don't open if you're looking, you're not cooking. That's oh the, yes, I think we used that. I right? nice <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it's really interesting. But the ones that are good at it. It's mm-hmm. it is a gift. It's really fun to teach people cuz at least for me it's really fun to be around people that I was just 10 years ago for sure. like where I was on YouTube yeah. and mm-hmm. finding all the bad information and trying to sift through it and just and, and being good what, at home and being excited about it.
2: That what makes that's what makes you relatable right. is that you can see where they're at and know how to help them get to where you are right. instead of My feeling like are My class is usually just than. mythbusters Myth- like oh, it's I love
0: basically it. just I'm going to get rid of all these horrible little techniques that you're using because they get the most hit for whatever reason. Yeah, I know. Right. And so, but yeah, I mean, I would love to do it, but it it is, it is very, very fun.
2: Well, we're all going to keep our fingers crossed that so we can get <laughs> back in our start. kitchen soon. We haven't had classes all I'm year. I'm sure we're a little bummer. devastated about. No, it, but and it'll but, happen. Yeah, we often talk about that exact moment, like we call it the aha moment, where you see someone who's come to a class with some. Like we love it when they've struggled with something, right? So yeah. some people come like, I just saw this. I thought it'd be fun, but then we like we actually asked at the beginning of classes, anyone ever attempted like, say, Queen Mons, which are you know these right. sugary croissant they're this tricky would be so
0: hard to make
2: but we have an instructor who has totally made it so easy and very cool so fun but like to watch someone who struggled with it and they come with their concerns and then you watch their eyes like this is it this is where i was going wrong or this is going to help me change it and you watch them walk out of that door and it feels like i mean it's, it sounds so silly and <laughs> sorry if I may get emotional about this, but like there's a connection there that people have when it's like food, right? And they want to go home and they want to create these things. But then when you get stopped, it just totally takes the wind out of yourself. And you're like, oh, I can't figure this out. And so for us to be able to offer these tools and these classes and the things that we do to help encourage people to better themselves through food, it feels like, okay, we're, we're doing big things.
0: <laughs> I love that you're getting emotional about it. I think it is amazing. It's, I mean, it's so it really awesome is. to see yeah. Yeah. like how much you love it. I love it. You I know? love
1: it. And like, we've talked about this so many times with people that come on, like if you love it, you'll do more than anyone else will do. Which is what's made you guys so successful at it, right? I would not be a successful owner of your business. (laughs) (laughs) You could run their books.
3: Please do. It
1: it would not work out well for me, you know, but the fact that you love it and you get emotional talking about it and there's that outcome that you're looking for Mm -hmm. is so awesome and it Mm -hmm. makes you do things. So like to your point, like your hobby is this, Mm -hmm. like if I have time, if I have extra time, I'm going to spend it doing this because it's what makes me. It's what makes me the happiest right yes and then that allows I think that that bleeds into the family aspect because if you can all have that similar love then the communication is easier and the overcome this kind of stuff is easier but it's it's just awesome like these these sure. these parallels between our guests that come in with all sorts of different businesses but a lot of mm-hmm. the underlying like foundational thing is true it's all the same right yes yeah so true and try to find out William Sonoma. <laughs> <laughs> ain't happening so I'm it's curious true. though with the classes being so fun like have you guys how have you pivoted what have you done with Corona
2: oh man Courtney and I actually Courtney Courtney Rich from Kick by Courtney she um, and she and I were actually talking about this yesterday because we talk I, if not on a daily basis like, a, like each week like okay what are we going to do how are we going to get this going um, and it's it's obvious that the community is needing it and wanting it mm-hmm. but this is still so tricky because we feel like we can't offer the same caliber of classes right now to be able to offer what we can to these people. And so instead of saying, okay, cause there's so many people who are like, fine, we'll just do it online and we'll do these things. There's it's so, hard. there's it's so, so much more that we offer to than just the information. And so it's hard to say, oh yeah, we'll just do this. And, and we hope that you'll enjoy it. There's, there's a huge missing piece when, with when COVID hit and. It's. I mean, I, Courtney, were talking yesterday, and I was like, I feel like there's a little bit of like depression that I have because classes aren't happening, and she's like, oh, Me too. Like I feel like <laughs> they're missing you know, that and, a, and human a, connection yeah. piece to and all so of this. We try to share a lot of information and tips to help people, like through our Instagram right now, but we also recognize that it is not our place to then try and like recreate our classes virtually right now and so many people like well why don't you try this and do this and it just like i you know it's missing the magic element so we keep them fairly small we between 14 and 16 people in a hat but they're completely hands-on and so we want people to like. yeah you can watch things but like we want them to discover what it feels i mean there's nothing better than we put 14 whole chickens on a table and say, okay, you're going to take this chicken and you're going to butcher it. And we're going to teach you how to cook these different things. And you watch people like, I'm never going to (laughs) touch a whole chicken. But when they walk out of there feeling like, I know where all these pieces came from and I know how to cook these, it's a different experience than had you watch someone else do it. For sure. And so, um, but we offer... You know, I would say between oh gosh, fifteen and twenty classes a month.
0: Oh really? Wow.
2: Um, w-
1: what's the range? Like what any and everything?
2: Really There's everything. Lots of stuff, yeah, yeah. We we have we definitely have found our area in the baking field, so okay. we tend to offer things more on that side of things. But also, we're doing sushi classes and grilling classes and Dutch oven classes, and so, you know, it's kind of seasonally. We, I mean, every month is completely different, and so it's fun to see how those things change.
1: But do you still do like the like teach them how to use the appliances? Is yeah, that still yeah. part so of what you, you do. Can,
2: yeah, you can come talk to our salesman, and they'll help you. You know, like. We always tell people, bring your most tried and true chocolate chip cookie recipe or something. Bring that in, and you can come and try this and see how it bakes in. Because we want it to be something you're familiar with, right?
0: (laughs) It's amazing. I mean, we've lost... uh, I worry about food sometimes because... Well, it's not like barbecue, right? Like barbecue has been around for a couple hundred years now. And it is a very hands-on style of cooking. Like there's no real... There are some quick... You know,
2: Shortcuts. pressure cooker, yeah. Yeah. you know, Insta
0: Pot type ways to cook things. I, and I
2: feel bad that I, it, so I apologize. <laughs> there is a place for it.
0: No, but 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 it is it's true. The you garbage. still want people to like. <laughs> you want them to get their hands dirty. You want them to just experience. It's like that movie. If you've never seen Burnt, right, with Bradley Cooper. Yes. I love that movie because you have this old school, just hyper eccentric Michelin star chef. I mean that scene where he's drunk and he puts the sous vide bag over his head cuz that's how all the chefs are cooking right. now in their stupid yeah. little plastic bags. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because it is very true. Like mm-hmm. it seems like everybody's always looking for this like A shortcut. Shortcut, the easier way scene. to do things instead of just you know, get your flame going, burn your hands. I yes. mean, I've all the hair on I'm my arms has been completely burned off. I'm sure. I can't even ima- like I know the smell of burnt hair just about any- better than anybody.
3: <laughs> and, and it's just
0: yeah, it's come back quite a few times. But but yeah, I mean that's it's, the part of get cooking your hands that dirty. Like I don't really get that in here as much as I did when I cooked in Texas. You know, in Texas mm. we're outside and I'm running a huge fire in this massive outdoor pit and I'm sweaty or I'm freezing. And it's amazing, right? But. People at home can kind of get a sense of that doing the things that you guys are offering. And that's, I think people need that experience because it's, it isn't always fun just to use the quick, easy thing, especially if you like cooking.
3: Well, and
2: I think if you, I mean, I'm, maybe throwing this back on you for a second, but look back at like the first time you created like the most amazing oh piece of meat and you stick that on your table and there's a part of you that is being served to people. And I used to always laugh because our grandma would serve food and she would kind of just wait. She would watch like, Oh, what else can you get? And I was like, she's always the last to eat. But now I look at it and I'm like, I bet it was because she wanted to make sure that everyone felt the love that went into that
0: dish. Good cooks are performers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like, a love it, language. It, it
0: really is. Like we, any cook that says they don't do it for the attention is a liar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Oh,
2: there's a okay, reason why yes. you invite people over <laughs> and for dinner. The, <laughs> and, right, <laughs> like, That's so true. It
0: is. I always joke like that in my classes. I say, you, you just want to be like the cool guy on the block. Right. When you smell smoke coming out of your backyard, mm-hmm. like you want people to talk about you. And I mean, for me, it's, It definitely is that, but I do truly enjoy watching people enjoy my food. It's so satisfying. Like feeding somebody that really loves eating it. It is one of the coolest. You know, I always, I have like a top three list of my favorite people to feed. Okay. Like I love street bike, Tommy, the, the crazy nitro circus guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good friend of mine and we met through barbecue. Okay. Whenever he is in town. I can't wait. Like feeding mm-hmm. him, it is like, it's like his world shuts down. Like the first time he takes a bite of that brisket sandwich that I make for him. It, he just leans back. It's almost like <laughs> it takes him somewhere different. Yeah. And it's just so, so fun to watch. And so yeah. you can get that feeling even at home with just your own family.
2: Oh, yeah. 100%. Like yeah. that
0: one meal that even your pickiest little bastard children. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we all,
2: well, we all well, have Everyone
0: them. has them, right? Noodles. I want ramen. Oh, doodles. I want ramen. <laughs> or, I want cereal. This is gross. I know. It's something they've never eaten in their lives. Yep. That even they... Love And that is such, like, if you haven't experienced that, whether you think you're into cooking or not, like you said, pick one thing.
3: Yes. Find
2: your spot. Find
0: that, like, even just if all I cook Scrambled eggs. That's my thing. You know what's funny? that can
3: be your
2: thing. That can be, like, look at
0: Gordon Ramsay's scrambled eggs video. If you can recreate that, it'll blow your mind. It's the best scrambled eggs ever. I have
2: a sister who doesn't cook very often, and she makes- the best grilled cheese sandwich I've ever Isn't had. And funny? I'm like, Stacy, I could never, and she's like, it's just a grilled cheese sandwich. Well, we're over here making things and I'm like, no, but you Where's have perfected the best? this yeah. grilled cheese sandwich. And so, that's always like, people are like, I just don't know how to get into cooking. I'm like, pick one thing that that's you want to start. Get good if at it's 1 pancakes, 8. find a better way to make, instead of the Bisquick that you pull out, just try to make it from yep. from scratch <laughs> and just see. Okay, but- what it's like it's and you work on it until then it's the other thing but you watch your family enjoy that and then that sparks your interest to then move on to then the next thing you try something else because I think yeah. as human beings we generally try to complicate everything in life yes and we do so,
0: that's why chefs aren't good barbecue cooks yes,
2: yes. and so when we like try to like, well I have to make all these things and why is it that when someone's coming over do we like try to try new <laughs> recipes like oh my god, I've got to try these the new first potatoes, time I hosted Thanksgiving like, dinner
0: <laughs> I need to have a talk with those people <laughs> yeah.
2: I I tried all new recipes. I was like, this was a bad idea. It's like doing it's that. Com- so I did competition
0: barbecue. Yeah.
3: Oh,
2: I'm sure that you know nev-
0: that I, the best advice I ever got this old guy from Oklahoma run with what brung you. That's what oh, he said. Oh,
3: it. I love
2: that. Nope.
0: You run with what brung you. <laughs> I like, love you it. De- like you never do. Like you have do- that on a
2: shirt, please. I don't. I oh, should you need to. I will yeah. buy a shirt. Because- Mike, <laughs> d- Mike Davis. That, yes.
0: He gave me that, that term. And it, it's, it's true. If you deviate from what's working or what you're good at, like you need to practice it, yeah, and then introduce it. But, but yeah, it is funny. It's like my wife cleaned the house before, Company you know, like if we have the over. deep cleaners coming over, she'll <laughs> clean the house for the cleaners come over.
2: Yeah. they can't see we- all the dirty laundry. <laughs> <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny,
0: but no, it is true. But if you can get really good at one thing, yes, pancakes is a good example. Yes, They're, if you could, if you can get really good at a food that is really hard to get sick of and that you'll mm-hmm. eat probably once a week for the rest of your life and you
2: know your kids will eat it yeah Yeah. it's
0: awesome and (laughs) it is a good feeling and then Uh if you like it you like you said you move on to something different. add
2: the scrambled eggs next time (laughs) and then yeah Yeah. figure out your best way to cook bacon right yeah you just build that way I mean I think we both started cooking that way Mm because like we said our mom she always made things fun and exciting but she was a very simple cook Mm -hmm. and so we kind of found our own way as we were growing up to find our own place in the kitchen I remember making sugar cookies for my friends in middle school I'd surprise them on their birthdays with a plate of sugar cookies so i figured out what was best for me and that was i was like 12 years old very cool and so you kind of figure that out so decide what's best for you whether it's the scrambled eggs or if it's a cookie or whatever you just find your own spot right yeah
0: absolutely right it's awesome and if you want to be better at bacon start with the bacon (laughs) (laughs) stop buying turkey bacon please
2: (laughs) amen my gosh people (laughs) yeah what's your favorite way to cook bacon
0: just I like it wrapped on around eight. asparagus. Ew. <laughs> it's so good. It no, really
2: look at you
1: coming out of the. Water. You said you don't cook. <laughs> I don't. My sister makes it. <laughs> I eat it at Sunday dinner. My dinner favorite way is
0: cast iron, iron, iron. iron on the grill. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Just then you get, get a little bit splutter. more smokiness in it, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have some yeah. cast iron in your kitchen,
1: it's time. What Cam?
0: What don't I have? Look.
2: <gasps> oh, you don't. Which I've time given up you on a you. Cast iron skillet. Do you have one?
1: No. It's time.
2: No, you you don't Listen, need a microwave. If uh, you hold a on, the cast iron cannot go in your microwave. So yeah. we exactly. get you that's a Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't have one. Now we know what to gift you. We'll get you a skillet.
0: There's anything that gets on his hands, he won't do it. <laughs> he won't do it. I'll get him more of I'll cook hot him his bacon. go
2: on the handle, he
0: can help me make more money. <laughs> okay. We all bring our skills to the table. You
2: know, that's the whole secret. It, that's the secret. It's there. absolutely Capitalize right. Capitalize on those skills.
0: You got to, and he loves it. Right. Yeah. He is just as passionate about finance and and helping other people you know succeed that uh, as i am and making brisket and so it's it is really cool people to like, see you don't
1: have a trigger i'm like no i have cam <laughs> I,
3: I have
2: <laughs> the, trigger? Like, like, I you do don't want
1: to smoke me no i have bam bams yeah, like, like when <laughs> i want to, a
2: pretty, that's pretty good thing <laughs> yeah.
0: to have right you
2: know you, you know your strengths so right. stick to that yeah.
0: and we all got to help each other out yeah. well no this is really cool because that's being involved in that area and i'm glad you guys didn't go whatever evil relative wanted to go the no, other no. way. <laughs> and so I'm just they're, kidding.
2: They are <laughs> <your> <laughs> not ours. <laughs>
0: wow, they <laughs> got scared when I said that.
2: Ah! No. <laughs> Those relatives are still living.
0: <laughs> so. are we no, no, no. And that's, it's not, but it it loses that connection. Because what yeah. one thing that I've kind of heard and you guys talking throughout this all about the new ideas, everything that you guys talk about, whether it's a change or an idea is customer driven it's experience yeah. and that's that's uh, you know you getting emo- you wouldn't get emotional if you're just trying if it's just a bottom line thing you get emotional because right. yeah you, don't you get, get to see you people two cents
1: on this yeah. item yeah. right We're
0: it's not just right. about the product you're selling it's about using it and creating an emotion with it and bringing families to- you know there's so much food is such a I mean, it is, it's so many things. Totally. It, I think music is probably the only thing that you could really compare okay. to it because it's a universal language. It is. It's the,
2: yeah. It's the great unifier. It's, you know, you can have somebody who has a completely different background for you from you and speak a totally different language, but they can cook you a meal in their kitchen with their ingredients and it's like oh my
0: gosh totally right it's like a song is still a good song even if it's a different language right you may not understand it but yeah you'll move to it you'll like it and so it
2: can unify
0: that's a really cool thing to be involved in especially the production of it like watching that person go from it it, like i love the social media posts after you know a week or two after the class when Mm -hmm. i get a message Mm -hmm. like I couldn't Mm -hmm. make enough of it. My wife finally like didn't roll her eyes. She ate seconds. (laughs) She asked me to do it again. So gratifying. it's, It's really cool. Yeah. And so we need to get more women. Into grilling and barbecue. Hey, Amen. Right? We
2: totally agree. Like, we do a, a big, in the month of June, we spend like the whole month just focused on grilling. And at first, right. when we first started doing it, it people were like, Why well, are you right, engaging? You got real quiet. You're two girls <laughs> yeah. telling us how to cook a steak. Yeah. Like, right. but we're we, not the demographic. We realized we actually had to do a video of how to turn your grill on. On, right. Because there are a lot of people who are just even scared to do that first step. And once you can do that, then you don't have to wait for your husband to come home and turn the grill on. You can do it yourself. Well,
0: nowadays, he's probably no better at it than you are.
2: I know. I know. But it's we a real not real
0: feminine dudes out there. <laughs> I, can turn on, I can turn on my grill. Well, that's good. You're smart. For you. But no, it is true. There's yeah. not. It's so funny. Whenever the class sells out, I always look at the shirt sizes because everybody gets uh, a t-shirt. Cool. And barbecue small is like XL. That's what we joke. Or like, and it's just oh, XL, double sure. XL, 3XL, yeah. XXL. I'm like, no chicks are coming to the class. Oh. Dang it. I want to see more women cooking. Yeah, but when they do come, it. it's awesome. Because yeah. especially with pellet smoking now, like with the pellet grills. It's
2: really easy. Well, let's be honest. It's Traeger easy. has changed right. the comfort level for people because... So many people were like, I put my meat on the grill and it just burns. Love they've it. made it so that people can feel a little bit more comfortable with it right. because yeah. it's a little bit more forgiving. I mean, they've outlined Totally forgiving.
0: Everything. And it's a switch.
2: Yes. And I I think the magic too for women with it is that it's you can unitask with it right. and multitask while doing it. So right. you can put your meat on, shut it and leave it alone. Where grilling, you can't walk away from a grill while you've got meat yeah. on there. And women are not as good at that. They want to be able See, to cook I'll bet they're the better side. at it
0: than they're, most men are. Yes. Women can pretty much do everything that men do, but better.
2: <laughs> I mean, you're right. There, there, <laughs> is, kind of that, there is kind okay, of that, that like, stereotypical. <laughs> <you> like, <laughs>
0: stereotypical like,
2: I just mean that the know. women want to be able to cook the side dishes while the meat's totally cooking. Right. And you can't necessarily walk away from a grill. Right. Where a smoker, you can do. You, don't, have, you don't want
1: to go inside and
0: outside yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Susie doesn't hear me say all that. She brags enough. We she's better me. We, she's she great. Than she's me. not at barbecue tight. wait oh, not a brisket she admits Tom yeah not at brisket, brisket but she beats me everywhere else she's a phenomenal <laughs> she's freaking great.
2: cook she's very well rounded yeah too. and yeah. She's, she's great charming. at making people feel like they can do it you know yeah. her and, so, and I
0: were this close to a TV show together
2: what and now she left you behind no it wasn't
0: even that it just didn't <laughs> end up we filmed <laughs> oh, a whole oh like, did you really Food Network paid to film the pilot, pilot. like it was like a year and a half deal we shot in Texas and it was close but that would have been pretty fun because we are like
2: maybe one day
0: we i love Susie and she's so good but we are kind of a good pair because she's kind of a foofy foofy mm-hmm. that's that was my name for her was foofy foofy barbecue cook you know okay. she likes to do all the little fancy things with the barbecue but that right there is proof that once once a woman knows how to just turn it on and run it yes like a traeger's no, any if you cook in an oven you can cook it a, is, yeah. if and you do casseroles in the oven. Yep. Throw it in a Traeger, it'll just be better, and yep. it's no different, no. right? Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, it, it would be fun to see more females get into using grills and smokers. We agree. That's our especially mission, especially now. So yeah, we'll work on that together. So
2: okay. we will Join give you forces. a different like customer base I when love you come it. to our uh, class. I wanted that forever.
0: I've taught 100%. one class. So back in the day. I have this soft spot for coaches' wives, so I do a lot with like BYU. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And being a coach's wife is hard. They're never home. No. Yeah. BYU fans, especially, are really mean. <laughs> yeah. Mad at the coaches, mm. and so I did like a little grilling class for their wives. It was so Aww. cool, super cool. And anyway, a lot of yeah. them are still like I still hear from some of them that they that they grill and they just have to start it right. Yes. And Agreed. so it's a good time. Plus, it gets you outside. So true. So anyway, I love that you guys are doing that.
2: Thank you. We we hope to have you join us. Very cool. Well,
0: yeah, <laughs> hopefully this, once the election's over, maybe this coronavirus thing will go away.
2: <laughs> Amen. We can right? only and hope. We can start
0: having classes <laughs> we again. We can
3: only hope. <laughs> oh,
0: ridiculous.
2: Oh,
3: so true. So
0: any new ideas that, so, I mean, that's the other hard thing, right? You've got something that, you know, you're running yeah. with what brung you, like I mm-hmm. said before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's new? Is there anything that you guys are trying out or thinking about doing?
2: Yeah. So over the last, oh, I would say 10 years, we've been trying to kind of figure out like where our voice is again, because um, our business is heavily, like people are brought in through food bloggers and people who are out there creating content and doing things. And we our original plan for kind of like the next step was this whole learn plan create is kind of going to be like our message of like, we'll teach you how to do it. We'll plan it with you and then you come and we'll create it. So whether it was through social media or our website, we wanted these three steps of things to do, but we quickly learned that like our voice was not to necessarily create that content because we were then yeah. competing with the people who are helping us grow. They're doing the classes. And they yes, were the, yeah. the food bloggers who were coming in and saying, oh, yeah, buy this chocolate from Worsengigi. And then we're on the other side. Oh, actually, we our recipe is better. This is, right. you know what I mean? That's and so hard. we quickly learned that, like, we needed to find something that could complement the people who were helping us grow on the other end. And so we we've tried a lot of different things and, and luckily Candace has this amazing mind that like dives deep into the, uh, the reasons why we do things Get a like a little obsessed, <laughs> but we learned that like we could have a voice to teach people the how's and why's. And so when people wow. were coming into Orson Gigi, they were coming with a recipe already planned, right? They're like, I need to learn how to make this cookie. Show me what chocolate to buy. Show me which pan I need, blah, blah, blah. And so we quickly realized that we were not going to be the content creators of recipes, Recipes. which we were okay with because there's so many we're going to be, and we're testing products. So we're finding out which bread pan is the best bread pan, which cake pan performs the best. We spend an entire like three weeks talking about food dishes, cookie scoops, and all the ways to use them and which size is best for cupcakes and which size best for muffins and what size cookie comes from that scoop. I spent like two weeks learning about hard boiled eggs, Because I could never make a good hard-boiled egg. it says (laughs) two weeks, but it was like three months. Okay, I I shared information for two weeks, but it was probably three months of research. It was two weeks in time. time. Because all the people were saying, again, back to the Instant Pot, just throw them into your Instant Pot. But when I did that, they ended up with like burn spots. And so I'm like, there has to be a science behind it. And then we figured it out. Mm -hmm. You put them... Cold eggs into gently boiling water, and you'll get easy to peel eggs right. every single time. And, and we didn't complicate it. Yeah, exactly. We found out the simple trick instead of going to Pinterest and like <laughs> testing Pinterest. every little, you know. So that's been our mission is to help people find those things by testing them, and it's been really fun to. So super get ignorant in that.
1: question. So if someone comes with like a recipe. Uh huh. The ingredients and the equipment make a difference, or do you have to change the recipe to make the out that the last the 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 end product taste different?
2: Our number one thing is if you have a recipe and it gives specific like brands for ingredients or no something. Brand. So
1: just like, like a chocolate chip cookie, for example. Like if okay. it says okay. flour, chocolate chip, sugar, yeah. like yeah. if you do it if I go and make it the way I do it, and if I come in nice recipe, nice equipment, is it gonna taste different?
2: Well, I think sometimes you have to look at what it is exactly because sometimes I think food bloggers will also make recipes based on what's convenient for people to find, mm-hmm. and so oftentimes True. we'll see like, oh yeah, there. And sometimes you know, you have to read into it. Like, was this a sponsored post by Smuckers? Yes, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why yes, are, it was. Yeah, <laughs> why are uh-huh. we using this? And so sometimes, like, for chocolate, ch- chocolate is a big part of our business. And so when someone's coming in and saying, okay, I want this chocolate to make these chocolate covered strawberries, we love to look at and go, okay, can we educate you on a better option? I realize this is the person who you've loved and trusted, but we will dive deep into it. Okay. They're telling you to melt regular baking chips and then adding oil and doing this like we will give you a better product to then just start with so then you have better results so I think like oftentimes I mean is that I, is that kind of answering your mm-hmm. question as far as like we hope to educate and just because we realize that people could go to Target and get a lot of like the things but they're ready to like progress to that next level so they're no, one at, to no one at Target's going to hold your hand and help you pick the best chocolate they're not going to know how to do that but I want to bring in
1: my chocolate chip recipe we yeah. have a really good chocolate chip cookie recipe even yeah. Cam likes it I do like. oh it a that's lot. awesome and I want to see how it is. I would so, love it. So then
2: what we'll do at Gigi's is you'll be like, okay, there's all these different chocolate chips, which one's the best? And we'll say, come over here and try them all. And you decide which one's the best, because what I like for it's chocolate might be different. And so, you know, we try to give that education, but also give you the opportunity to, to try a couple different That's kinds. And then you can decide what makes the best. Yeah. Come try. I'm some excited
0: chocolate. to go. I've never been in there before. Stop it right what? now. I know. I'm Neither sorry. <gasps> I try to avoid Salt Lake at all costs.
2: Oh, I feel the same. I way also about try Utah to avoid Utah County.
0: Utah County. <laughs> it, uh, no, I feel the same way. I just have to be. I here just for avoid work. the freeway. It's just <laughs> the <laughs> freeway. <laughs> yeah, know.
2: That's I live true. in Lehigh now, and I was like, we don't tell people we live in Utah <laughs> County,
3: right? Like we're
2: we're on, <laughs> we're on the on first neighborhood into Utah County. Can we please say we're south Salt Lake County? But south Salt Lake County, you just made that up for sure. but I mean we're we're the point of the mountain we're 15 years now in Lehigh and I'm finally (laughs) willing to accept that we live in that's really funny well
0: Well, you guys have been awesome I bet there are so many stories that we haven't touched up on but when you go back to work yes finally sounds like it's going to be hard without you You've got that creative for mind. Sure. It's
2: going to be different. Yes.
0: But maybe we'll all reunite at the uh, class. And we'll do a little yes. satellite let's, we'll follow get, up yeah, show. Let's,
2: we'll get you to a, just a regular class so you can kind of see how right. things happen. And then we'll have you, we'll break you in and have you teach. So we would love to have you guys. So, we're can,
1: I mean, last thing, where, where can they find you? Where, where are we sending people?
2: Right now, the party is always on our Instagram, <laughs> so like we feel like that's the best way to connect with us there. You yeah. can go to our website, which is com, which is G-Y-G-I, um, but come follow us on Instagram. It's Orson Gigi. Um, and then our blog is a more permanent place to find resources, yeah. too, if you want to know more about the perfect hard-boiled egg.
0: And chocolate chips. And
2: chocolate chips and anything. The yeah. last last little bit we've been focusing on because people can't go to the fair and the carnival. So we've been teaching people how to create these things at home.
0: Right, Oreos. And we did. And do it, yeah. That's <laughs> what <laughs> I'm talking about. Yes. Cake, popcorn,
2: yes. We've been dogs. We've been focusing all of it. our time on popcorn, which I, I, love popcorn. I can't believe I'm going to so tell that's you. That's an so art. I totally broke a tooth eating popcorn. Like wow. I have like, a, <laughs> in the process of like...
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no
2: so that is commitment, my mouth right now i've got a commitment to her craft but <laughs> we like you know those like half popped ones uh-huh. that oh, yeah. they're like that's like my favorite thing in the world and
0: i but you're popping totally the, the actual, popcorn, popcorn. actual popcorn right you're not doing microwave popcorn. oh,
2: oh. no 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 no! you no, no, we should have sto- brought in popcorn i love
0: popcorn i make I'm popcorn
2: so a lot at home yeah it's good stuff yeah i
1: have a button. It says popcorn oh on gosh. it. Oh
0: god. Don't we've ever circled do that right again. back
2: around to the microwave. You have to stand
0: by the microwave and the listen. The recurring
2: theme of this podcast.
0: Oh, we got to stop. The microwave. He is, no. he is horrible.
2: Okay, we're sending <laughs> we're going to be sending you a cast iron pan. A a bowl of like real popped popcorn. Hey, what I'm else, Cam? What learning. do we need? I don't do know. I
0: think it's wasted. Send it to me. <laughs>
2: okay, okay. <laughs> Just That's send not true. Both me.
0: of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he loves eating good stuff. Okay, yeah. But yeah, we, there, there's no help. Like, send me the cast iron pan, please. I'll take it.
2: We'll tr- we'll trade the cast iron pan for the chocolate chip cookies. Okay,
1: here. I'm going to make something better than you. Oh,
2: <laughs> This is a challenge. I have no
0: problem with that, if, <laughs> as long as I get to eat it.
2: Well, it's time for a showdown uh, in listen, the Geeky Kitchen. He can
0: have it. He can have the. Chocolate that would chip. be a lot of fun. That's one of my favorite things to eat. I think my next hobby will be pizza. Mm,
2: oh. Yeah, there you was like, a huge influx, like
0: wood fire, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that will probably be my next. Because mm-hmm. that's my other favorite food. If I could have any other restaurant, it'd be pizza. But do you
2: ever incorporate it here, or do you stick with? Yeah, it, you know?
0: I mean, it. But I'd have to You'd be really good up at run, it. yeah, right. Yeah, I would have to. Don't make don't listen, don't make fun of my old southern saying. I'm not making fun of it. Uh um, <laughs> saying it applies.
2: At home, do you make like a brisket pizza?
0: I mean I would definitely do something like that. But yeah, I would love to do I mean, high heat wood fire mm-hmm. pizza would be really cool. But we'll be well, your that's t- down the road. That's down the road. I got enough to worry about right now. So, Thanks guys for
1: coming on.
3: Oh, very this is so fun, fun. Fun. Thank, very fun. thank you. <laughs>